ready to do, kick off this NFL season. I think Absolutely. it's going to be, I, I think we can expect it's going to be terrible, but I think it's going to be better than last year for the Jets and it should be better for the Giants. It should be. We'll see about that, man. We'll get to all this. Welcome guys. Happy Sunday. Week one of the NFL season has arrived. I have the full slate of games to my left over here and we're ready to rock and roll here. Um, before we start, um, I want to um, um, <clears throat> um, just run through the slate of games here. Um, so we already had one game that was on Thursday, which I want to talk talk about. Back is back. <laughs> in a little bit. Um, so we have um, the 1 o'clock games. We have the Seahawks taking on the Colts. That's going to be Carson Wentz's Indianapolis debut. Um very happy that he is active and able to play because he had foot surgery back in the beginning of August and they kind of had doubts about his um his season his, stat- his season or just more his status for week one but I'm happy that he's in there and he's gonna be in playing quarterback and we'll see how the cold season goes along here I still think that the Seahawks will probably win I do too. um Jaguars against the Texans in Houston. Trevor Lawrence's debut as a Jacksonville Jaguar, the number the, the number one overall pick, the most the high the highest touted quarterback to come out of college since Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. But aren't or, you more it, curious to see how the number two quarterback in the overall draft does this year? I'll get the hit. We got we got a lot of time <laughs> here, man. Like you know, but. I mean, yeah, highest touted quarterback since Peyton Manning, or if you want to even go, if you don't want to go that far back, you could say Andrew Luck. But of course, Andrew Luck had his career cut short due to injuries. So I just go with Peyton Manning because, you know, I never really thought of Andrew Luck with Trevor no. Lawrence. But we'll I, I, I didn't either. We'll see what he does say, man. The, the, the Texans are starting, are starting Tyrod Taylor, man. They're not, they're, they're not, not even playing Watson. That's, not playing Watson. He's got a JJ situation similar to the guy. You know, Hopkins is gone. Watts gone. You know, it's not a good team at all. So Lawrence should have a cupcake of a day today, really. Yeah. If he is as, as advertised, let's see how he works in the actual pros now on the real stage. So next we have the Eagles going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons, a Julio Jones less Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think the Eagles are starting, are starting Jalen hurts. I think he's our starting quarterback. Again, this is going to be another rebuilding season for Philly. The Falcons are kind of on the downside of their franchise too. They still have Matt Ryan. Um, they still have Calvin Ridley in the wide receiving core. So they still have some talent, but they're not like the best of the best. This game, if you're an Eagles fan, you want to see how your team performs. You want to see this new head coach, how he how he calls plays today. And if you're a big if you're a big Jalen Hurts guy, this is your game. Um, next up, the L.A. Chargers taking on the Washington Football Team in Washington. Ryan Fitzpatrick starting for Washington. Um, Justin Herbert for the Chargers. Um, we're back to seeing um, the Washington the, the Washington football team sh- showcase their incredible front defensive seven. And 
we'll see if Justin Herbert can counter that, can counter that great pass rush mm -hmm. and, you know, pull out a win here in week one. You know, the Chargers, they opened up a lot of eyes last year because of their quarterback. And, and we're just going to see if they can continue that momentum heading into this season. Um, and of course, as a Giant fan, somewhat a Giant fan, you want watch, you want the football team to lose. I call them the football team because saying Washington so many times, man. Yeah, ugh, I know. Sucks. But they'll but they'll they'll get their new name next year, so it'll be easier. Um, here's a big one too. Um, at one o'clock, Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers going to Buffalo to take on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> um, I mean, this game you may think could be a cakewalk for 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 the Bills. I don't think it is. I saw that Pittsburgh still has some cogs on defense. They just re-upped TJ Watt to a mega deal. He's going to be the anchor of that defense for years to come. Lucky them. <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun game. You know. Bill's Mafia is probably going at it already. They're probably jumping through tables and smacking each other with kendo sticks and steel chairs. They're unbelievable. Um, They're insane. They are insane. I saw them in MetLife Stadium a couple of years ago for the week for that week one game against the Jets. They were they were crazy there. And that yeah, was I'm sure game. I'm sure they were. And as we took the loss as we usually do to that team, the opening game. It's it's crazy because I think this is the first game we haven't played the Bills in as the opener in a while because we always play Buffalo as the opener. Because now yeah. well, today we don't open ago. up against Carolina. We actually open up against New England next week. It's, yep, that's true. Yeah, and kind of early against for for a game against New England. Very early. But so Steelers Bills. That's a pretty highly touted game. 49ers go into the Lions. Um, we're gonna see we're gonna see how Jared Goff does with his new team at home against a pretty much a revamped Niner team, a healthy Niner team. You know, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, they're coming back. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, they have probably a they, they have a huge chip on their shoulder. San Francisco because you know last year they were just destroyed by injuries and now they have a now, new quarterback yeah but brand, brand new quarterback and it's this is now this is your chance to show whether that that team that went to the Super Bowl <clears throat> is still here or not because now your players are back so that should be easy, easy feasting for for San Francisco, Vikings taking on the Bengals. Joe Burrow is back. Um, the Vikings are still the Vikings. You know they still have they still have Kirk Cousins, and um, they are. I, I still think I still think that the Vikings are just a team that can't really match up with with Green Bay as much as the drama is with Green Bay right now. I don't know how much I don't know how how they can really beat them. Um, and the Bengals are just on their way, man. They drafted Jamar Chase out of LSU in the, in, in, in the draft, this this past draft. So that's another weapon for Joe Burrow. And I'm just really hoping to God that Joe can stay healthy this time, that his offensive line doesn't let him down here. Because he, he – dude, first overall pick, former national champion. I mean, I, I want to see this guy play a full season. Of course, he's on the right foot last year. He started off running the right foot, so. Yeah, 
his his rookie season was pretty much was pretty much squashed. Yeah, cut short because of the the ACL injury. Yep, but now here he is. He's back on, and good luck to him this year. And of course, Jets Panthers. We're here. <laughs> yeah, we're here. One o'clock in Carolina. It's really interesting. Like overrated Sam against the hated Zach Wilson. If, if you're looking at it through the the lens of the media, sports media, that is because okay. I'll admit it, Tony. I'm going to go right into it right now. Sam Darnold, I don't know if you saw the clip. He was asked by the the media for whether in Carolina, whoever media was at the, the place where he was, where he gives his press conferences. He, they asked him, why do you do you think, why do you think that you were let go of this for, by the Jets franchise? And just all these questions are pertaining, you know, do you have any animosity? Are you going to be using this game as your revenge game? And he was like, no, he was like, I honestly think I was let go based. I didn't just perform to the best of my abilities. He admitted it. I stunk. So I, he, he's always admitted that man. He's, he, he's, he's always been like, Oh, it's my fall or, 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 or his best catchphrase. We'll look at the tape. Yeah. We'll look, <laughs> the, we'll look at the tape. Nah. No, I'm but, glad that he admitted it. I'll tell you this. I'm glad that he admitted it, but the media really needs to wake up about this guy. They really do. Cause they're still, cause what did I text you this week? I'm listening in the car and I'm hearing these analysts say, Oh, he's going to have a career rejuvenation. You're going to see why he was the third pick in the overall draft. Well, let's see. Since everyone wants to dog out Zach Wilson, because Zach Wilson's looked more comfortable in this Jets offense ever than Sam Darnold has, let's put let's put that to a point, and let's see what happens today. Because in my opinion, Tony, and I'm going to ask you, in my opinion, I think the Jets are going to lose today. The, the matchups are just not there for the Jets against the Panthers today. The, the, if you're looking at the depth charts and, and the talent roster, the Panthers have the Jets beat by miles. But I do want to see how Zach Wilson performs. Now, if Zach Wilson throws touchdowns and he does everything positive, can we just kill yeah. the Jets without Zach Wilson being a target we and get, just admit that he was a good quarterback? When we get more in-depth into this into this game, I'll show you how, how they could win. There's potential there because Carolina isn't a, isn't a world-beating team. But I'll get into that a little bit later on. Um, the Cardinals with Kyler Murray and New and J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins, man, they're going to Tennessee. This is an interesting game yep. to take on the Tennessee Titans with Julio Jones, his Titans debut. And this is just one of those games where you have you have a lot of, not necessarily like the teams themselves, but if you're like a really big fantasy guy, this is very individual player type game. You know, if you have Hopkins on your team or if you mm -hmm. have, or if you have Jones, Julio Jones on your team or Ryan Tannehill or Kyler Murray, or if you have the, um, uh, or you have the um, uh, Cardinals defense or the Titans defense, it, this is, this is the game for you. I think that Tennessee has the edge considering that they're considering that they're at home. And I think that, you know, with the combination of Julio Jones and the and on, on the outside and Derrick Henry stacked up behind the quarterback, I just think that they have that edge over Arizona in this game. So again, interesting game for anybody that's into fantasy. I know I'm not into fantasy. And no, I just no, never really got into, into sports it. betting. I'm not in the fantasy fan duel. No, I'm not in It doesn't allow me to have fun with it. No, it, doesn't it doesn't allow me to like enjoy the games because you're just yeah. like all stressed out about oh my players like not doing good. Yeah, like, no. I want to like watch the game. Yeah. You know? So 
very good game because now we're done with the one o'clock games and now we're entering into the 425 games, the latter half, the afternoon games, late afternoons. Um, this game will be on CBS, probably broadcast nationally, um, except for the local, um, uh, well, yeah. I, I think it'll be broadcast nationally on CBS. Um, Browns and Chiefs. A rematch of, I think it was, it, it wasn't the AFC Championship, it was the AFC Divisional Round game where, um, where, where Mahomes got hurt and they had to bring in, what was his name? Chad Henney. Mm-hmm. And Chad Henney tore up the, 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 the Browns defense, out, outsmarted them big yeah. time. And and that was a and that was an amazing game, and Odell Beckham's back. Your boy Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield is is in it to win it now. The Browns defense is ready to go, and you know and and the Chiefs, <clears throat> the Chiefs have some redemption to go on here. Man, they lost in the Super Bowl. They've they really were made to look bad in that game too, whether it was their offensive line crumbling and the fact that they lost two big offensive linemen before that before that big game, or the childish the childish antics of Tyron Matthew during that during that game, which really made them look like just just like immature kids, but they have they're on they are they are on a mission to get back. You know, and I'm not saying that the AFC has got so much harder for the Chiefs, but I think that some teams got better. I think that the Titans getting Julio makes them better, makes them more of a threat. You know, I think the AFC, I'll put it to you this way. In terms of the Bucks and the Chiefs, I think that the Chiefs have, have the harder road to get back mm-hmm. to the uh, Super Bowl than Tampa does. That's I, just I my agree. opinion. I think so. Because and we'll talk, and I want to talk about Tampa versus Dallas when I'm done running through these games too, and just you know, and like what happened during that game too, and just how Tampa. I think I just think Tampa is just it's just the class of this league. Mm-hmm. But here's a nice game that you'd be interested in if for any any Jet fans out there, Dolphins Patriots in New England. Mac Jones starting his 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 Patriot debut, bold move by Belichick. Having Mac Jones be their starting quarterback and Cam, Cam Newton, Newton being cut, so let's Tua. go Tua. <laughs> Tua starting for, for Miami. Are you rooting for you? Would you root for Miami or would you root for New England? Miami. Hmm. Let's go Tua. No, because man, I, I'm done with the pay. I, I could never root. I mean, we all hate the Dolphins. We hate the teams in our division, but the Patriots—they're just a different type of hatred. I, I just hate them. I think it's just because the years, just the PTSD of getting beat by Brady every time we played him, and not just beat, annihilated by this guy. Yeah, I'm done with the Patriots. I will never root for them. I don't care who it is. Well, we'll see if all those signings in the offseason pay off here. I know that the Dolphins. Um, well, who did the Dolphins draft in 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 the first round? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember. Wasn't it the? No, it wasn't a. I believe let's let's double check because I don't think it was the it was a receiver because I remember they were like oh they didn't get the receiver for Tua. Let's see, Miami Dolphins draft. Two thousand. Was it? Pe- it wasn't Penny Sewall. No, Penny no. Sewall went some. I think went somewhere else. 
Oh no! It, it, no, it, it was a wide receiver. Okay, so they got Jalen Waddle. Okay, so Jalen Waddle. They, they yeah, got the yeah. receiver for Tua. Then why was I hearing? Oh, they didn't get their. Let's say the fans didn't approve of the receivers that they got in the offseason. Okay, then they got. Well, what Jaylen spot Waddle. were they? Six overall. And where were the and where were the uh, Bengals? In the draft. Let's see. Yeah. NFL draft. Let's see. The Bengals were in fifth. That's right. The Bengals were fifth. Okay, so they would have taken Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yeah. So, so the Dolphins wouldn't have been able to get Jamar Chase. Yeah. No. So, Jalen Waddle, you know, that's a pretty that, that's a, that's a pretty good get from from the receiver from from Alabama. So, hey, you know what, man? I'm pulling for Tua as well. I'm a, I'm a big Bama guy. Put a really big win yesterday against them. I forget who they were playing. I think it was Ball State or something like that. And I it was. Really, really bad team. Um, <clears throat> but oh, it was Mercer. Dolphins, who? Mercer. Mercer. Yeah, I think I, I think um, Penn State played Ball State, and they got and Penn State destroyed them. But um, Dolphins Patriots in New England, four twenty five. Again, if you're a Jets fan, if <laughs> after after the Jet game, and you have. And you have NFL Sunday ticket or another package. Just watch that game. All righty. Broncos at the Giants in MetLife. There you go. Um, this is the beginning of what the road to the possibly, Super Bowl. Yeah. Or they're, they're <laughs> either their road to the Super Bowl or the beginning of the end for Daniel Jones and Dave Gettleman because this is go time. Third year for this quarterback that this GM took six overall. It was a bold statement, a bold move. All in all, he did not have to make this pick. This was his conscience, his gut telling him to take this guy out of Duke. And here we are. We are three years in. His first two seasons have been, I wouldn't say abysmal but definitely a step above abysmal because they have not made the playoffs. They have had horrible records. No. And this is, and this is it. No. He made these signings, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley's back, you know, Kyle Rudolph, John Ross. I mean, no, John Ross isn't, isn't playing until week four, but let's see how this team plays, man. I know I'm just worried about this Broncos defensive front. That's gonna that's gonna feast on this offensive line. It's gonna be it's gonna be a real tough test today. But let's talk so, about Daniel Jones for a second. And you know what? When we, when I brought up the Super Bowl thing, it's I'm alluding to the hosts on the radio that believe that the Giants are gonna go very far this year. They're gonna win the division. We'll see. Daniel Jones, don't you get sick of? And I've noticed it's a pattern with him when he brings you down right to the one yard line, or you're right in the the red zone scoring position, and he throws that interception. <laughs> Happens every time, man. It's the the Giants' red zone offense. The past three years has been an absolute disgrace, and winning teams don't do that. No. So. Uh, the message has to change. When you're at the other team's 20-yard line, you've got to score. Mm -hmm. You need ball in end zone. Like, that's got to be the message here. And now that you have receivers that can do that, the quarterback has to make it happen. That's all that matters, man. 
and I'm really excited to see how this defense plays out too. But again, we'll get into that game a little bit more in a little bit later on. Um, here's and here's another big game here. Another guy with a massive chip on with a massive chip on, on his shoulder. Um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going to not New Orleans. I think they're playing in um, I think they're playing in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's a it's it's a neutral site hmm. to take on the New Orleans Saints because you know with the hurricane that took place in uh, New Orleans, they are just not they're not playing there yet. So it's in a neutral site. Um, again, chip, there's a massive chip on on Rogers' shoulder. This is it. The Packers gave him one more chance. This is one last shot. I love how they give him one chance. This guy is all yeah. they've had in years. <laughs> one of them is Super Bowl, but you're getting this is your last chance. Well, this is well, this was spurred on by Rogers because Rogers was the one who wanted out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he wanted out. Wanted he, he, he no one knew he was going to come back. Everyone thought he was going to be traded to San Francisco, Oakland. There was all these rumors or Las Vegas. So, and I think that this is this is an easy game for Green Bay. There's the better team. Um, New Orleans doesn't have Michael Thomas. Drew Brees is retired. They're throwing Jameis Winston out there. So it's not it's not the same Saints team. No. So I think Green Bay has easy pickings today. And the Sunday night game on NBC, the debut of Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears taking on Matthew Stafford and the the LA Rams. Rams. Um, Incredible game. Incredible game. You're talking about defense, just defense and and very good offense going at it, going at each other. Khalil Mack with the Bears. And this is just a, this, it's going to be interesting, man, to see how Justin Fields performs here because this is a guy that people were touting as could have been a top three pick. And, you know, the Bears traded up to get this guy. So, they have confidence in him. I don't think that this is this is not going to be Mitchell Trubisky. No, this is going to be a different kind of animal here, mm-hmm. like a like a legitimate like a legitimate stud quarterback mm-hmm. that the Bears have not had really any time in their in their franchise. Mm-hmm. And Trubisky was the Darnold of that draft class, by the way. <laughs> you can make a case for that yeah. except he went to a much less known school he wasn't he didn't go to any like no, big time college UNC. yeah it's a basketball school yeah pretty much it's like kansas yeah <laughs> um and then the monday night game on espn lamar jackson baltimore ravens going to the newly christened allegiant stadium in Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Gross. <laughs> this is going to be. Gross. And I've what I've heard of, about Allegiant Stadium is it's an amazing, it, it, it's an amazing venue. Amazing. 
disgraceful <laughs> because because I, I like Oakland. I'm so used to calling them Oakland, the Oakland Raiders. That's that's history. Yeah, like, we'll get used to it, man. Let's go, let's go to Las Vegas. Great, why not? But so that's this week's that's this that was this week's games. This is week one, man. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about Dallas taking on Tampa Bay because that was an incredible game too. Um, the Buccaneers won 31 to 29. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady, 32. He, he completed 32 out of 50 passes, 379 yards, four touchdowns, and two, and, and two interceptions. Um, it seemed a little bit tough towards the end because Dallas's offense was just going crazy, man. Dak Prescott. 403 passing yards and three touchdowns and cd lamb here 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 is another guy that the giants or the jets could have drafted no so no this... but no but remember remember and, and let me tell you this this is the makai becton draft who did i want that night tony who did i want i said Wait. give me cd lamb and everyone just ignored me but look at makai becton now apparently he struggled in camp he got beat left and right by Carl Lawson before he went down and other members of the d- defensive line. So we'll see who's right about Mackay Becton in the end. Now, mind you, I'm not a Mackay Becton hater like I am with Sam. And only I am with Sam because of the right reasons, that is, because he's not this great quarterback that everyone makes him out to be. I want Mackay Becton to win and be a solid piece of this team and, and to be the starting tackle for this you team. You want him to be. Absolutely. Yeah. But CeeDee Lamb, dude, he caught – he caught seven passes for 104 yards and he scored a touchdown. He averaged 14.9 yards a pass. Like he he is a dangerous weapon. All like the Cowboys all have dangerous weapons here, man. All dangerous weapons. Of course, um, Amari Cooper won he won the night for the Dallas offense. In terms of course the team didn't win, but in but he was the leading receiver. He had a, he had a, he had a, 139 yards and in, in, in thir- with 13 receptions and two touchdowns. And Amari Cooper, he's just he's just a star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeke only ran for 33 yards, man, on 11 carries. It wasn't a running game; it was a passing game. Passing, passing, passing. You know, both quarterbacks combined to throw for a hundred. Both quarterbacks combined for a hundred and eight passing attempts. Hundred and eight. Hundred and eight. Crazy. They pass for over. They pass for over eight hundred yards. For nearly eight hundred yards, I should say. Like, it's not – it's a different league now, man. That is what football is, passing downfield, having receivers that could, like C.D. Lamb, average 15 yards a pass. A catch, I should say. 15 yards a catch. You know, like – and Zeke's, Zeke's getting paid all this money, 33 yards. Really? 33 yards. He averaged three yards a carry. Like, What? Never been an Elliott fan. Sorry. I get that. Like the Bucks' defense is very good, but their secondary was shot. And that was because their one of their um, starting corners got hurt. He like I think he dislocated his elbow. 
Um, so hopefully he'll be all right. I think that's like a, that's like, and that's a um, multiple week injury, but I'm sure Bruce Arians is going to work with, with the defensive coordinator to get that secondary straightened out because I mean, 29 points, it's not terrible, but I was watching that game, dude, down the stretch when Dak had the ball, he was slinging. Mm-hmm. And, and he whose was slinging. defense is this? That's Todd Bowles. Defense. Yeah, there you I go. Typical defense. Jets defense. No, everyone wanted to make him a hero last year because he won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. See, the Jets were wrong for getting rid of him. But let's not forget the fact that this guy gives up touchdowns left and right. Yep. And it's just, I think the biggest difference was that one team had the greatest of all time and, and the other didn't. Because the Dallas Cow, because the Cowboys got that field goal, what I think with like a minute 24 left in the fourth quarter and the ball got back in Brady's hands and you just kind of knew like, yeah, this is over. Mm -hmm. This is over. And of course there's the controversy about the off the offensive PI that wasn't called, or if you want to go even further, the intentional grounding by Brady that wasn't called the play before. That's right. And er everybody on Twitter is going, Oh, the fix is in. It's got to (laughs) stop. Got to stop. First off, nobody wants, then where were you when, when people when 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 people were complaining about how pass interference calls were challenged, and that put a stop to games? It like it delayed games for a while. Like what? Do you want those plays challenged or not? Like I don't get it. Like they complain on Twitter about how like about how about how all oh, the refs are on, are on the buck side here. Then then you should be on the side for late game penalties having the ability to be challenged because they have big big ramifications on the final result of the game if you don't like that then why were you booing and hating on the NFL for putting in that challenge <laughs> because that challenge was put in after what took place in New Orleans in the in in the NFC Championship game against the Rams, mm-hmm. and everybody hated it. Yeah, but now when it's but now when it's Tom Brady, it's like oh my god, it's all a fix. He's getting pay, he's paying the refs. <laughs> no, I do think I there's some it, there's some there's some testament to that. I do. There's certain plays that you see that Brady does not get called on. I there's something there. I really do. Now I get. Like, okay, like, remember how, well, it's still kind of a, it's still kind of a thing today about how receivers, when they catch touchdowns, you always have to say, did he, did he survive the catch? Did, did the ball move in his hands? Like the Austin, like the Austin Safarian Jenkins Don't remind play. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some, or the, um, uh, or the game the with the Steelers, Bryant. Des Bryant, the game with the Steelers and, and the Patriots with um, Jesse James catch catching the touchdown that wasn't and they and they took his touchdown away and it was yeah. a big game it was a it was a touchdown that would have won the game for Pittsburgh mm-hmm. like those plays I get because like it, those you could you could clearly look on replay but like it's people that just want touchdowns like they want if, if, if a receiver catches the ball in the end zone, it's a touchdown. I get that, but pass interference calls are a different thing. It's all judgment call. It's all about whether 
either the defender or the offensive player pushes off of the other player or is, is, is he grabbing him? Did he shove him down? What's he doing? What's he doing with his arm? Where is his arm placed? You know, where is the ball when it's happening? Is it coming towards them? Like, make up your mind, man. I, th- I, I just think that fans are just naturally, like, psychotic. <laughs> fans only vouch for the things that, that suit them, which is just an undeniable fact. There are more people that hate Tom Brady than love him. And anything good that happens to Tom Brady, they're going to be like, oh, well, the refs probably played a part. What? What? The man's secondary was shot all game. Dallas really could have easily won that game. But they played for a field goal. And they had trust in their defense to stop Brady in the final minute of the game. And it didn't happen. That's it. That's game. Forget the offensive PI. I mean some some calls just aren't made dude no it's frustrating but like i just think it's more brady hate than going after the nfl about like oh well they're the, the, the refs are terrible like it's more it's more brady hate plus cowboy fans are, are very whiny but i gotta say this too about this game as well um Watching Dallas during this game, it really killed my hopes for the Giants season because you thought that you only had to worry about Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Dallas. Dallas is back. Yeah. Because Dak Prescott, 403 passing yards, came back from a bad, from a really, from a horrific leg injury, comes back here and slings the ball, three touchdowns, one pick. How is the giant defense going to stop that? I, I have no idea. And the and, and the Cowboys just have too much firepower on offense, dude. Kamari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard is Zeke, Zeke in the in the um, backfield. And their defense. And their defense is another thing, too. Micah Parsons did a very good job. First game, an amazing job helping out the uh, uh, linebackers. And they, and, and they had some people come back, too. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Jalen Smith came back. He did really good. Demarcus Lawrence is always, is, is always a monster. They just have – they just have a very, very good team. And I don't know how the Giants are going to really counter that. I don't. Yeah. It's. They could barely counter Washington. (laughs) Well, we know, we know, we know that the Giants are probably going to perform under expectations this year, but we don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see today at 425 what that role leads to. Let's see. Today is really a testament if they can beat bad teams. So let's see if they could beat the Broncos or Teddy Bridgewater and let's see what happens. And. I think we should shift to the partners of MetLife, the gang green. Oh, you mean like the, um, uh, <laughs> they're not like the owners of MetLife. They're just like, um, uh, um, uh, right. A tenant. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a tenant. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's shift towards the gang green. And, you know, I want to know what are your expectations for this game? Really? 
Because you, I, you said earlier that there are some signs in there and some indicators that the Jets could pull out a win today. And I want you to just shed light on that. I just think that this game is going to be just watch how they handle Christian McCaffrey. If McCaffrey, and you'll see it in, in the first quarter, if McCaffrey is pulling off big strides, team's done. Yeah, They're cooked. But if they could somehow halt him, if they could slow him down, if C.J. Mosley and the rest of the uh, linebackers can do their job, man, then you then 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 you have a chance because then it comes down to passing and Darnold and passing kind of don't go hand in hand. No, he throws off. You know, we we know what we're talking about throwing off the back foot, throwing off of one foot in the triple coverage. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just. I want to see like. Would they give me like an injury report? I don't know if they. Oh boy, I'll look it up though. But Jamison Crowder isn't playing. Yeah, that I do know because with COVID. Well, we already know the in- injuries of Carl Lawson, Vinny Curry's not going to be playing. We know that already. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't forget, Keelan Cole down with a Out. knee injury. Down with a knee injury. <laughs> so as of right now. This is from like yesterday. This is on um, this is on um, Jets.com. Um, yeah, Keelan Cole. They're, they're they're saying he's questionable. Like, we'll see about that. Uh, Michael P. Ryan is questionable. When did Mackay Becton get a concussion? Is that what was killing him? It was a concussion, right? Yeah, that was what it was. It was a concussion. So, do you think he'll play? Um. I think he should play. I think he should. If he, if it's been two weeks since his concussion, then yeah. I just want to see two here. Um, hmm. And don't forget the Robbie Anderson um, factor too. Because Robbie Anderson is very good at running downfield, but can but can Darnold connect with him downfield? You know they're going to want to stick thing. it to the Jets. You know they're going to want to stick it to the Jets. The two of them, they hate the Jets. Well, Sam Darnold, I'd say less, but Robbie Anderson definitely has a grudge against them. Oh, absolutely. The guy wanted to get paid, and Joe Douglas didn't see. Uh, was it Joe Douglas or was it Mike McCagney? He misread his market. <laughs> misread his market. Yeah, you're, you're terrible. You're, G- he's such a terrible GM. I'm sorry. And you better hope that your that your defense doesn't doesn't misread his routes yeah. <laughs> when he's when he's dashing up field because he is fast. Oh, he is. He's fast. So Dave Douglas, I think he should. He gets the most disgraceful GM award. Or would you give it to David Gettleman? I feel like you would give it to Gettleman. Oh, like this disgraceful uh, GM award? Yeah. You could make a case for both. I'm more for McCagnan, man, because Douglas just got here and it's week one, dude. If this team can, if this team can show some promise, then Joe Douglas, then his, then, then, then his plan is working. His plan's working. I don't know how it's going to work. We have no backfield. We have injuries all over the place. We don't have a, a solid starting tight end. 
there's just issues all over the field with this team. Offense, I'm a little more secure about because you got Zach Wilson, you got some solid pieces in the in the wide receiver lineup, running back. All you need to really have is a great offensive line, which I believe that they they they've improved since last year. The very def- interesting is, right is, here. Is, I'm looking is, at I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh, the um uh, spread. The Jets are are three and a half point underdog. Hmm. So they're not even like. So they're like not really giving the Panthers much, Mm-mm. really. But 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 let's for, but which is surprising because they praise Sam like he's Joe Montana. You think that the the point spread would be increasingly higher? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I guess that the Panthers do the Panthers even have anybody injured? Like I keep on seeing like. Yeah, let me go to. I know that uh, Sharon Neesman is not playing today. He's another jet safety. He's He got put on IR. Um, says that the Panthers are going in with a, with a healthy roster, but they're, but they're going in without guard John Miller, who tested positive for COVID. So I'm guessing that's one of their starting guards. Um, says that the Jets starting lineup is going to be um, as if it's like baseball. This is just <laughs> what was on like, this is what's on uh, sportskita.com. Obviously, Wilson, Zach Wilson, Tevin Coleman going to be the starting running back. Wow. Um, your receivers. I mean, they said that Keelan Cole was questionable. So, like, if he plays it would be Corey Davis, Keelan Cole, and Denzel Mims. Tight end would be Tyler Croft. The offensive line would be Mekhi Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker on the left side, Connor McGovern at center, and the right side would be would be Greg Van Roten and George Fant. And your defense would be the, 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 the front four. Well, one, oh yeah, the, the front four would be Shaq Lawson, Quinton Williams, Fadakazi and John Franklin Myers. And then your linebackers would be CJ Mosley and 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 Jamie and Sherwood. Don't they have set one? Oh, they, though the uh, Jets play, um, the Jets play three corners, right? They play three corners. Could be Bryce Hall, Brandon Eccles, and Javelin Guidry. Those are your corners. Horrible. And your safeties are Marcus May and, and LaMarcus Joyner. Matt Amendola is the kicker and Bray and Braden Mann. The punter. Six round pick. <laughs> he was the it. best pick that year. <laughs> best pick, six round pick, Braden Mann. So I'm I that's strange. I thought that the Jets did like a did a four three defense. I, think I guess not. Maybe they're changing it up. Probably because yeah, of Salah's new defense. This isn't the Greg Williams defense anymore. When we not. just when we so just blow playing, coverage. <laughs> so he's playing two. So he's playing two linebackers and three and three corners. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very interesting stuff here. The Panthers are going to have Sam Darnold, yes. Christian McCaffrey. Wide receivers are going to be Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Terrace Marshall. Dan Arnold is the tight end. 
Their offensive line is Cameron Irving, Pat Fline, Matt Matt Paradis. Remember Matt Paradis? Mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, Dennis Daly and Taylor Moton. And um and they run a uh four three defense. They have Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Jaquan Jones, and Morgan Fox in the front of the defense. Then the linebackers are Shaq Thompson, Hayson Reddick, and Jermaine Carter. And their two corners are JC Horn, very good player. JC Horn. I think that's who isn't that who they drafted? Yeah, that's who they mm-hmm. drafted. JC Horn. Yeah, yeah. He's that's their corner. Um, and Dante Jackson. And then their two safeties, Justin Burris and Jeremy Chin. Their kicker is Ryan Santoso. And their punter is Joseph Charlton. Or Carlton, I think it's Joseph. I think it's Joseph Charlton. But, yeah, that's your Jets Panthers, man. I wanted to get into a little bit of the um, uh, Giants and Broncos, too. Let me get that up here because I want to see also injury reports, stuff like that. I know that John Ross is not playing. Um, Eight hours ago, Ian Rappaport said that Saquon Barkley will play. He is fully cleared, so that's huge. And hopefully, you know, he can get through the offensive line here and the offensive line can get him some holes. So let's see. Let's see how it all goes, man. Um, I don't want to see no picks. Um, uh, So, well, Bradley Chubb is going to be, I guess, a game-time decision. He's questionable for the game. Um, They have a good amount of... uh, So most of their defense and their starting tight end are going to be cleared to play as well. Mm-hmm. So we know that Evan Ingram is out. It's not good. No. And we know that Barkley's playing. I don't know the story about um, Adoree Jackson. I want to look up it. I see. You want to check and see if, um, if, if Adoree Jackson's playing? Let's check. I remember we reported his injury on the show a few weeks ago. Let's see. Yeah, he's gonna. He's expected to play. He could to play already. Perfect. So that's pretty big. They got to get Ingram back, man. Like, there's not much I could really dive into with Giants Broncos. Like, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater is a pretty good quarterback. He's not great, but he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I really want to see if Patrick Graham has kept this defense on the same level that they were last year and men raise the bar here. Mm-hmm. Because the way to win in this league is tight defense and deep passing of and deep ball passing. That's the way to win. And Daniel Jones will see about, about the deep ball passing. That's another story. But with the addition of, of Adoree Jackson, 
with James Bradbury coming back, with Lorenzo Carter in the linebacking core, with Blake Martinez also linebacker. The defense last year did a really good job, and now I'm hoping that they can continue that that momentum here. They need it. You gotta get the you gotta get the Broncos offense off the field. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Will they? Because, though, is the real question. That is because I'm not expecting much great offensive output from Jones. No. So if your offense is only going to give you at most like 17 points, you better damn well stop Teddy Bridgewater from scoring. You got to stop him. But again, this is all stuff that we have to just wait and see. We don't know. We really have no idea. Nope. So that's pretty much my thing of, of, of the NFL week one, man. Yeah. I, um, I will say this though, like before, b- b- before we wrap things up here, um, giants, I think the giants can win or the giants can lose. I think it's for both teams, giants and jets. Mm-hmm. They have the potential to win and the potential to lose. There is no cakewalks here no. this week. There's no cakewalks. Nope. Nope. None. I want to ask you, if the Jets lose, are you more of a person who's looking at wins and losses or are you looking at player evaluation? Player evaluation. I mean, a, so, win, a win would always be nice. <laughs> it would be, but... I, I'm just looking at player development. I want to see Zach Wilson really sling this ball down the field. I want to see if I see just development from him, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm really fine because you know why? How many years the, the Jets haven't had a, a a solidified starting quarterback for this team? How many years? Hmm. Probably since Namath. <laughs> Probably since Namath. You know what I mean? So I'd you be had so it with Pennington. Yeah, you, you tried did. with Sanchez. You kind of had it with Fitzpatrick. (laughs) Disgusting. But. Guy robbed us of all of millions for that one year. Remember? He's like, he held out toward. He held out. He held out like he was Brady. He's like, I'm not coming back. And guess what? Do the days finally here. Yeah. It's finally here where we get to see Robert Sala oh, coach a game. I know. I know. you. No, this is who you're looking at in the game. Forget Wilson. Forget all these guys. You are really – you've been really on this guy's case, Sala. You've really been on his case. And I think you want to see how he orchestrates this game as a head coach. First-time head coach coming over just like Rex Ryan did years ago, just like Todd Bowles did years ago. From the defensive coordinator position into the head coach. You want to see it. Yep. Because we see the guy nails it in the in the um uh, in the um in the um press room. He runs the steps of MetLife to exercise. Yep. Did you see I want to see doing, he was doing that in Carolina today. Yep. I want to see it today. Let's go. Third and short, call the right play. <laughs> I want to know what your case is on this guy. Like, I don't think even when we got gays, I think we just knew he was terrible. But like, even before then, Bowles, you were never on a coach's case like Salas. Why is that? Is it because of the love he's getting and the praise? I just think that the Jets have had a long history of bad coaches, and to see this guy come in 
and wow the and, and wow the press conference everybody gets all crazy and then it's like wait slow your roll a little bit here you know people loved rex ryan people loved eric mangini people loved todd bowles but then when they started coaching you know you really got to see what they were about so i want to see sala i just want to see him call the right plays and push the right buttons here and we get to see it on display today in carolina I get it. I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. But I, I want to be the same way. I want to see if this guy can actually coach on the field rather than just go in there and, and kill his press conference. You know, they went over the press. But so we got the games here today, man. It's it's going to be it's going to be some good ones or some bad ones, especially for these two New York teams. It's either going to be good or bad. We just got to ha- it's just how we have to take it. We move forward here each week, take it week by week, because it could be a rough season or a good season. <laughs> yeah. You we'll know? see what happens today, man. Guys, don't forget, 1 o'clock, Jets, Panthers in Carolina, and 425, Broncos at the Giants and MetLife Stadium. Stay glued to your televisions today. It's the NFL Week 1, the first 18-week season. So... Let's rock and roll with this. Mm-hmm. Can I say say this to the last point of football? Yeah. If the Jets do lose today and Zach Wilson doesn't perform bad, can we hold off on the comments of, oh, see, Jets were wrong to get rid of Sam. I can hear it now. I can hear it's it. Coming. You know it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming, right? Yep. We shall see, man. But want to do our socials? Mm-hmm. You go first, man. All right, man. So my, my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Subscribe. We're available on all podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher. We are there for you if you follow any podcasting platforms, or you could check us out on my website, maxrcoglin.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com, or my newest website, maxcoglin.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. And yeah. Legit, guys. So enjoy the NFL, guys. It's here. Have a great rest of your Sunday, guys. Mm-hmm. So long. So long.